And welcome, everyone, once again to another official podcast for the Indiana Football Coaches Association. I am your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and shortly, uh, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber. He is my broadcast partner. We're going to uh, be conducting an interview with a gentleman that all of us know because when we check into the state clinic, he's always there to shake our hands and to welcome us to the great city of Indianapolis. And that, of course, is Coach John Mallory. And Coach Mallory will be talking to us about his career. Give us some uh, words of wisdom and some advice uh, to young coaches and, of course, to old coaches, too, because we're never too uh, old to keep on learning. That's kind of what we all do. Got a little different intro music here. This is Kenny Loggins, and uh, this is it. And uh, let's face it, this is it. So uh, we're all looking forward to uh, hearing more of that and hearing more about uh, Coach Mallory and uh, his career and what he's done in the uh, uh, state of Indiana in regards to high school football and much more. Before we do that, though, I want to get started by, uh, as we always do, take a little quick uh, tour of 1994, which is the year we're going to be studying this time around, and the uh, All-Star Game of the North-South All-Star Game of 1994. And we're going to start by uh, talking about uh, some of the top movies that took place back in 1994. And there were a bunch of them. Pulp Fiction, uh, Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, The Lion King, and Jurassic Park. Those were uh, the top movies of that time period there. Uh, some other things that happened. The first um, class stamp went to 29 cents uh, a pop um, in 1994. And uh, former President Nixon passed away in uh, that year. He was 81 years old. In Super Bowl action, the Dallas Cowboys topped the Buffalo Bills second straight year in a row. The Cowboys become the world champions, and it was the second time they defeated the Bills. But more interesting also, this was the fourth straight appearance in the Super Bowl by the Bills and unfortunately, they didn't win this one either as they lost to Dallas by a score of 30-13. to 13. And in college ball, the national championship was claimed by Nebraska as they defeated uh, Miami in the Orange Bowl by a score of 24-17. to 17. So that kind of catches you up on what was going on back in 1994. Uh, let's take a little break. We'll be back in just a moment, and we'll talk about... Uh, for this edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast, focusing in on the year 1994. We'll be back, so stay tuned. Trophy Center Plus is a proud sponsor of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. In business for over 10 years, Trophy Center Plus takes pride in outstanding customer service. Trophies, plaques, medallions, plus quality apparel with professional-looking embroidering and silk screening. Your logo will outshine all the rest. Call Trophy Center Plus at 260-504-2717 or check us out online at trophycenterplus.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. Trophy Center Plus, we offer a sense of community in everything we do. Call 260-504-271 today. Trophy Center Plus. And welcome back, everyone, once again to uh, this edition of the Indiana High School Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, we have got Coach Ted Huber on the line, as I promised. And we have Coach Mallory on the line. And I'm going to let Coach 
Huber, go ahead and introduce Coach Mallory and uh, start this conversation off as we discuss the North-South All-Star Game from 1994. So, Coach Huber, take it away. Okay, uh, thanks, David. John, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Coach. Yep. But uh, what we'd like for you to do is, first of all, tell you, tell us about you uh, as far as growing up and high school and college, and of course, don't go into a uh, you know extensive bio, but uh, let us know where you're at. Lead us up uh, where you started coaching, uh, and then uh, was with uh, Coach Stevens at Franklin Central through all the all the good times. So, uh, John, go ahead. I grew up in Noblesville, Indiana, and I was a fullback for Hall of Fame football coach Jim Belden, and I uh, played on some pretty good teams there for three years. And uh, in 1976, I played in the North-South All-Star game, and we had uh, some really good players and a real good coaching staff. And uh, after that, I went to the University of Indianapolis, and I played football for another Hall of Fame football coach, Bill Bless, and I was a running back there. I like to tell people I was a running back, but <laughs> when, when we were in I formation, I was a blocking back, running blocking ice and power and sweep, right. and when we were in the split back formation, I was a short yardage back running dive and trap. So, I I was a fullback coach. (laughs) Okay. And uh, then um, my first job out of college was at Southmont Junior Senior High School. I was a seventh grade coach there, and a man by the name of Ken Kudre hired me. Right. He's a Hall of Fame football coach, and my connection with Ken Kudre was he was on the coaching staff for the 1976 All-Star game that I had played in. And I was student teaching at Manuel High School, and he was on more sexual evaluation. And, and uh, he walked into my classroom and asked me what I was doing next year, and I told him I was looking for a coaching and teaching job. And he offered me a job on the spot. So everybody else was looking for a job that spring. I had one. And that's a unique situation. And I was there for two years. And then I hired on to Franklin Central as a varsity football coach. I coached there for Chuck Stevens, another Hall of Fame football coach from 1982 to 1990. And then Rob Cutter was our head coach from 1990 to 94. And he's another Hall of Fame football coach. And then I was a head coach from 1995 to 2000. And after that, I went back to being an assistant coach. I coached for Lance Scheib, Mike Karpinski, and uh, Bert Austin. And I uh, coached at Franklin Central for 33 seasons. Wow. My last uh, six years of coaching – we're at Southport High School. I coached for Bill Peebles 
and Brandon Winters at South Point High School, and I coached there for six years. So I coached for 41 seasons. Wow. 41 years. Wow. That's great. Yes, and, sir. And uh, loved every minute of it, right? Yes, sir. We had we had a hell of a run, and, and uh, that's what I do. I can't build anything or fix anything. I'm pretty good at teaching young people how to block and tackle and run into <laughs> each other. Run into each other as hard as they can. That's not a natural thing, and and um, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've had Chuck Stevens on the show, and uh, why don't you, in a nutshell, uh, go through the run that you guys had at Franklin Central? I hired on in 1982, and they had been state champs in 1980 and 1981. And then I hired on 1982, and we were state champs again. We beat McCutcheon in the state championship game. And then we kind of fell on some hard times for a couple of years, but we got things going again. And in 1986, we were state runner-up. In 1987, we were sectional champions. In 1988, we were state runner-up. In 1989, we were state runner-up, and in 1990, we were state champions again. We beat Hobart in 1990 with an outstanding football team with Franklin Central Flashes. Right. All right. You know, I can. Re- yeah, I can remember, of course, Chuck. Uh, uh, the thing that impressed me the most about Chuck, I thought he was ahead of his time. I thought you guys were, and. Uh, you know, like you go to the clinic, state clinic, and and uh, were you in on any of that when uh, Chuck Stevens had his team come into the state uh, clinic and uh, demonstrate? I think yes, sir. Was, I think it was at Warren at the time. Yes, sir. We we showed our strength and conditioning program, and we had we had girls in our program at that time because they had. Uh, made the APC class, Advanced Physical Conditioning Co-Ed, and our ladies did the same thing the boys did. And I think we were ahead of our time on a lot of strength and conditioning things that we did, a lot of speed improvement things that we did, a lot of flexibility things that we did. We were big and doing a lot of quick feet things. We did plyometrics and a, a, lot, of, a lot of touches on the floor. And in the weight room, we were, you know, we were bigger, faster, stronger people. We called it better, faster, stronger for girls. But we were real big on training kids to be athletes, not weightlifters, not football players, training them to be athletes. And our base was clean squat, bench press. We, uh, we, we still did, we did deadlift and straight leg deadlift and a bunch of things like that that we thought gave us an advantage. And uh, we were pretty good at it. We had a lot of people came in and copied what we were doing. People came in with their administrative team and, and uh, went home and implemented what we were doing at Franklin Central as far as strength and conditioning and having an advanced physical conditioning class. Yeah, well, it was impressive, I'll tell you that. Now, let's get into the IFCA. Okay, for years, I can remember coming to the state clinic and 
uh, the state finals and all that. And when I would run into John Mallory, I would hear the magical words. Welcome, welcome to Indianapolis. Yeah, welcome to Indianapolis. We loved it when the coaches came to town, Coach, whether that was for the state clinic or the all-star game. We we loved it when the coaches came to town. Back in the old days, we had a hospitality room for everybody. We don't do that anymore. But uh, we had some good times, and uh, that's one of the neat things about football coaches. I know we're adversaries on Friday nights, and we're rivals, and go hard against each other. But when we're out of season and we're off duty, most of us get along pretty good. We have a good time with each other. We share things. We don't have a bunch of secrets about how we're playing offense or doing this on that on defense. We share things with each other and try to get Indiana football better, try to get it as good as we can get it. All right, so, uh, uh, you know, tickets, uh, you're – you were the ticket man, right? You were the ticket man for the all-star game and ticket man for the banquet at the all-star game and uh, for a long time, right? Yes. I had I handled reservations for the all-star banquet and uh, the parents and, and uh, the coaches would all make the reservation with me and I'd handle the tickets and take care of the tickets for the players and, and everybody in the all-star camp. And probably the biggest thing was running the comp, the not the comp table, the uh, will call. A lot of people making reservations at the last minute, and I, I've had some neat guys that have helped me with the will call table and helped me with uh, checking people in. Uh, Scott Bovenkirk and Bill Sharp over the years have always worked the gate for me, and. Uh, some other guys as well. Bart Curtis has helped out and some other guys have all pitched in over the years to make it successful. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you were involved obviously with Paul Logan yes, sir. Uh, for all those years. And, uh, I know the last person I can remember the first time I, I, I worked the all-star game and you were there uh, I was, I was amazed that when people, uh, we were getting ready to check out of the hotel, uh, on campus, uh, you were the last person that had to go ahead, uh, with the kids. Can you explain that? Yes, sir. Well, I, I handled the checkout at the dorm and the players had to clean up their rooms and they had to take their trash out to the dumpster and, we had to get the keys checked in and all that. And the buses didn't run until I gave it the okay. And I have a story about that. I was, uh, the original Mr. Football, he, uh, he didn't think we were serious about cleaning his room and he'd thrown all his trash in the closet and in the drawers in his room. And, I got on the bus. I was a lot stouter man back then. I got on the bus and drug him off the bus and told him he was going to clean his room. And then I told the North team they could roll their buses. And the South team had to wait for him to clean his room. So <laughs> That didn't happen to be a guy that played in the game in 1994, did it? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I I wanted you to do. I knew there was a story behind all this, you know, and so that was. I thought yeah. it was good, you know. That's Paul, what we're all about here: stories. So, yeah, uh, Paul's Paul's one of my oldest and dearest friends, and I I I miss him. I was you know, he was the all star director, and I was one of his assistants for many years, and. I've always been an old time assistant for David Land and and um I spent most of my time taking care of players and taking care of coaches. I thought that was my best role in this profession. Well, you've done a heck of a job, I'll say that. Thanks, coach. Um let's look at uh the South coaching staff. Okay. Um I will run us down and uh, obviously you, you need to keep the comment. Uh, the head coach of the South that year was uh, Mo Moriarty, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Mo was from Bloomington South. He was the head coach. Um, he did a great job. He and I had been friends for years before that. When I broke into coaching in 1980, he and I were coaching in the same conference against each other. He was at Fountain Central. And we were both football coaches and wrestling coaches. So um, I had known Mo for a long time and I've followed him. And it was a pleasure to be on his staff. Well, you, you know, he was elected into the Hall of Fame in 2016. Um, he was in the state finals as a head coach seven times. Yes, sir. Uh, we talked to him a couple of shows ago. And, um, three wins and he related to us uh, how excited it is how exciting it is to win a state championship but yeah. what what's the worst part of being in the state championship is when you get beat okay yeah, so. I think you can you know you can relate to that because he had three wins and four four losses one loss at uh, at Bloomington and, and three of them at Carmel. Uh, he was at Bloomington South and at Carmel in the state championship. So, um, you know, I just, you know, I know you guys won uh, some states and uh, you lost some states. And uh, I'm sure that uh, along the way, you know, it, uh, uh, it, you can still, it still hurts to think about when you didn't win the state championship when you were there. Yeah, I had some red rings myself. So, mm-hmm. yep. And I was an assistant coach. All right. So next on the staff was Rod, uh, Big Rod down at uh, East Central. Rod Ballard. So yeah, he was, right. yeah, he was the offensive coordinator. And um, I had coached against Rod. He was the head coach at East Central when I was an assistant at Franklin Central. And we had a couple big games in the playoffs with, against him. Yeah, '93 they were uh, they were the runner-ups in 4A, and in '94 they were the state champions uh, in uh, you know 1994. And it's uh, we've got a list here that we'll get to uh, as far as the uh, state championships in the fall before this uh, you know in the fall of '93. And it's uh, amazing that in the five classes. In four of them, there were all-star coaches for 94 that were in the state finals. 
And, uh, you know, he was one of them. He was elected to the Hall of Fame in 1999. Okay. And then, of course, you were on that staff. Uh, we, we were talking about you, and now we have Mitch Marsh. You remember Mitch from Evansville Harrison? Yes, sir. I believe Coach Marsh um, coached the defensive backs in that game. And um, we, we had also coached against him in a playoff game. So I had known Coach Marsh and, and – uh, He uh, he was more of a free spirit than some of the guys. He I remember Coach Marsh riding up from Evansville one time on a Harley Davidson for <laughs> some activity. I don't know if it was for like a uh, a meeting for the regional or it was all star thing or what it was, but I remember Coach Marsh. He and he had some good players also. Yeah, he's still around. Uh, I um, saw him when I used to live down there. He'd go to the quarterback club, and uh, we'd reminisce a little bit. You know, he said he said he was a better coach uh, the year that uh, the years that Kevin Hardy played for him at Harris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine how that works. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I, you know, as I think about LeRon Moore and some of those people, the Austin boys and everything uh, at Franklin Central, you know, that's probably true. No matter where you go, right? Yes, sir. Okay. P.T. Morgan Anderson. Yep, he was a lot of fun. All right. And then we got Bruce Cypress from Indianapolis, Ron Colley. Yes, sir. In 2018, was elected to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think he won five state championships and probably was runner-up one time. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he was uh, – he was a he was a football coach, and he's still active uh, in the Ron College system. Um, the last time I knew, I don't know yeah. if you know or not, but he was still active in that system. Yeah, I think he, um, I think he's in charge of uh, CYO athletics. Right, is uh, something he's doing now, and I have a lot of history with Coach Cyphers because that was. A big rivalry between Franklin Central and Ron Colley. So we've had a lot of matchups over the years, and we're old friends. He was a he was a fullback at Butler when I was a fullback at uh, University of Indianapolis, and we have a mutual friend, a guy named Phil Gatz, who was one of my teammates, and him and Bruce are old buddies from Plainfield. And then the staff was uh, rounded out by uh, Dan Williams of Zionsville. Yes, Dan was a defensive coordinator. Um, I was actually a defensive line coach for Dan, and that's something I had never done before. I'd always been a running back and DB coach, so I had to learn to be a defensive line coach because we had some really good defensive linemen, which we can talk about later. But uh, what I did, we had a real good um, TNT coach and – defensive coordinator at Franklin Central by the name of Craig Marks, who's one of my oldest friends. And uh, I went to him first and learned technique and drills and things like that. And then the next thing I did was I signed up to work the bishop, not the bishop, the uh, 
Jim Belden, the Belden lineman camp. And it was at the University of Indianapolis, and they had sessions at Anderson also. So I worked with some real good line coaches there, and I was uh, I was like the kids. I was learning as, as we were going. We'd come into we'd have a meeting, and then for each drill or technique, we'd bring all the kids in and demonstrate, and the coordinators would explain what we were doing, and then we'd take them back out. So. I was like the kids I was learning as we were going and that they had on shoulder pads and helmets and I had a whistle around my neck. So <laughs> I learned, I learned how to be a D line coach and had a yeah. blast doing it because yeah, I had some, Craig, real, I had some real good D linemen in the game. So. Craig was also from Noblesville. And, yes, sir. Uh, I knew, I knew Craig back when, when he played at Indiana. Yes. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. It, he was a heck of an offensive line. He played offensive line at Indiana University. No, he's a defensive lineman coach. Was he? Yes, sir. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was a defensive tackle. Okay. He was a starter in the Big Ten for a couple of years. So he was a real you deal. Still, you still got it. You still got it, man. I'm, yeah. Keep, you keep keep me on the straight and narrow here. <laughs> All right? So let's go down. You want to go down, Dave, uh, real quick, the uh, – uh, North staff, uh, yeah. that, that where you want to go, or you want to go to the, uh, uh, you want to go to the, uh, state finals scores. Well, or... well we can do the state final scores. Um, all right. It's one thing we can go do. ahead. Uh, well, uh, the first, uh, the five, a game, um, we talked to uh, coach Moriarty just a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago there. And that's a uh, Bloomington South topped Lake, uh, uh, central, excuse me, topped, uh, Penn by a score of, am I seeing that? Uh, no, Lake, Lake Central. Central. Lake Central, excuse me. Yeah. I'd have got a misprint there or something. Anyways, 33-14, to 14, so that's a Coach Moriarty, a championship there for Bloomington South. Uh, a guy by the name of uh, Eli Stoddart was uh, named uh, the uh, uh, award, Mental Attitude Award winner. In 4A, uh, Home, Hobart uh, topped East uh, Central 31-18. Um, and Kevin Hammonds from Hobart was named uh, the uh, Mental Attitude Award winner. And in 3A, Indianapolis, Ron Colley um, topped Northwood 14-12. to I remember that game because I was there. And uh, Northwood's Ryan Hartman was uh, selected as the Mental Attitude Award winner. In 2A, a West Lafayette topped a Providence 22-7. to And uh, the uh, Mental Attitude Award winner was uh, Daniel Provosia. Uh, from West Lafayette, and then in uh, 1A, North Miami topped uh, West Washington 37-16, to Coach Bob Bridge, of course, and uh, was the head coach of the North Miami um, tribe that won, and uh, and uh, North Miami's uh, Matthew uh, Rowland was the uh, Mental Attitude uh, Award winner in that game. Yeah, five of the coaches out of the ten that were in the game uh, coached in the '97 All-Star game. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, then uh, we want to talk about the um, head, the coaches from the North Squad. Uh, Ernie Beck from West Lafayette was the head coach in the North Squad. Um, Gary uh, Cavasini of Homestead was an assistant coach. Rich Dotson from Northwood was an assistant coach. Tim Dubois from North Miami was an assistant coach. 
Uh, Doug uh, Knudsen from North Newton was an assistant coach. Bob Maddox from Portage and Mike Tolley from Tipton. Uh, these guys were all the assistant coaches for um, the uh, uh, North uh, squad. And uh, I can talk about yeah, but- Go ahead. We just lost Bob Maddox about a month ago. Oh, really? I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, he passed. Uh, and uh, his son, Kurt, uh, played in the game. Oh, really? Uh, okay. In 94. Cool. Uh, in 94, he played for the uh, North. Yeah, okay. Uh, Kurt's been with uh, Brady Hope for a long time now. Yeah. I mean, he was all state with him. He was, he's right now, he's at San Diego State with him. So, right. Uh, you know, it, obviously, it's a coaching family. Sure, sure. Um, so, um, did you want me to talk about the distinct or the uh, uh, awards from the ISTA, or do you want me to? Yeah, that'd it? be good. You can skip the first one, I think. No, but, uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna tell them all. I know, just like I know it is. who it was. <laughs> there you go. Distinguished, uh, distinguished service award. Absolutely, and that was. Go ahead, coach. Ted Huber. Ted L. Huber from and, Warsaw. <laughs> yeah, you ought to see the picture of it. <laughs> Look, a lot, a lot different than the guy I see once a couple times a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, the President's Award went to uh, Paul Logan from North Central. Um, the uh, Ken Leffler Memorial Special Service Award went to Mike Gillen from Decatur Central. And the Media Award went to Rich Simpson from a WNUX out of Bluffton was the uh, uh, media award winner there for that. The sponsor for the game back then was Wendy's, by the way, just for the record, um, as they were getting starting up and uh, doing their restaurant thing. So that kind of rounds out that. Um, now we can take a look at uh, the, some of the top players that played in this uh, game, coaches. So I'll let you guys take it from there. All right, who are the ones you can think of, John? The, the guys that really stand out with me, and, you know, keep in mind, it's been a real long time, but uh, Coach Jake Gilbert, who is now the head football coach at Westfield High School, right. he was a defensive end for us, and uh, Jake is actually running for mayor of yeah. Westfield I heard right that. now. Yes, and uh, another player was Jason Simmons mm-hmm. from ben, uh, from Roncalli High School. Jason was the head coach at Hamilton Heights and then the head coach at Noblesville, and now he's the head coach at Ben Davis. And I believe both of those men are on our executive board for the IFCA. Right. Yes, they are. Yes, and uh, we had a young man by the name of Andy Hape who was a coach at Evansville Wrights. But the the player, fellas, that stood out the most with me, and a lot of people don't know about this man, but uh, this young man's name is Paul Spicer. And Paul was from Northwest High School in Indianapolis. And when he showed up at camp, I'm like, oh, my goodness, we got a real one here. And uh, after the All-Star game, he went to uh, DuPage and was a good uh, junior college player, and I remember uh, seeing his old coach, Clissa Dam, the late Clissa Dam, and asking him about Paul, and he told me that he was uh, 
graduated from junior college and he was attending Saginaw Valley State University. But after that, Paul um, signed with the Seattle Seahawks after he was done playing in college. And he got cut there, so he moved on to the Canadian Football League and played for Saskatchewan Rough Riders for a year. And then he played for a year for the Detroit Lions. And then I can remember uh, watching a Colts game one time, and they said the name Paul Spicer. We were Colts were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I looked him up, and uh, sure enough, it was our Paul Spicer from Indianapolis who played in the All-Star game that year. And he played most of his career there. He played there for nine years. And a cool thing, um, his final season was in 2009, and he signed as a free agent with the New Orleans Saints. And he got cut in September, but then um, late in December, New Orleans re-signed him because it had some injuries in their defensive line, and Paul has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, wow. Paul played for the New Orleans Saints um, when they beat our Colts Mm -hmm. uh, down in Miami. Wow. So 15, 15 years after he played in our All-Star game, he was uh, he was receiving a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> and there's a little bit more to the story, fellas. After he was done as a player, he coached for the Jacksonville Jaguars as an assistant defensive line coach for two years. Mm-hmm. And he also coached for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for four years. Oh, wow around 2015 to 2018. So that's a really neat all-star story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, he's not the only guy that played in the all-star game then that uh, went on to play in the pros. Is that right, Ted? Or I'm looking at uh, um, O'Keefer? Yeah, from Purdue. Went to Purdue, and uh, he was um, – an interesting note here, uh, he was suspended – his junior year by Coach Tiller. I don't know why, but he was. And then he got drafted. The wild and crazy guy. <laughs> he was. I mean, oh, he was sure. he was notorious. He was notorious for his uh, exploits, if you will. But uh, he was a likable guy and right. a great football player, obviously. You know. Right. But he just, you know, it just he's one of those guys that. You know, you draw a line and say, don't step over it. He'd smile and step over it. You know? I mean, <laughs> right. he's, he's that kind of guy. But right. uh, he was he was in the league nine years. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. 49ers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. So, um, Yeah, you had to question uh, our boy Joe Diller. Uh, <laughs> he must have really been doing yeah, something because, really. uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, holy Toledo. Absolutely, so, you know, so – but, you know, uh, the most publicized player in that game to start with was Bo Barzalaskis. Yeah. Yes. What a great okay. name. Okay. He played at Bloomington South. Uh, he played for, uh, for Mo. Uh, he was a parade All-American, which is what they – I don't know if they still have parade All-Americans. I don't know. Uh, he was a USA Today All-American. And he was just, um, you know, he was a Mr. Football. He was a Mr. Football. And – uh, it was, uh, might be the first case of, 
uh, player burnout that was publicized because he got to us. He went to Indiana University. Right. Okay. After after his high school career. Right. Uh, you know, he played obviously in the All Star game. Went to IU. Uh, played a little bit his freshman year and and kind of got hurt and then just lost interest. Right. Just completely lost interest. Now his dad, uh, his dad uh, Carl Barzalot, just played in the league for the Jets uh, for a long time, and, and uh, wow. you know they were they were Bloomington guys, and uh, and in fact Carl Barzalot was a really good friend of Dave Enright. Oh yeah, okay. when Dave Enright was yeah in uh, in Bloomington. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, Bo was going to be the greatest thing since buttered bread, and. Uh, he got to a point where he just said, uh, I'll see you. I'm out of here. I just don't want to do this anymore. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, but, um, I think, uh, Mo, Mo talked a little bit about, you know, about that. Now we have a sad story, yes. if you will, about Tim Bishop, mm-hmm. uh, from Valparaiso. Okay. Tim Bishop was on, he, in fact, Tim Bishop was selected his senior year to play in the baseball, in the baseball, uh, all-star game. Right. He played in the basketball all-star game mm-hmm. with Kentucky, the Indiana, Kentucky all-star game. Right. And he was playing in the football all-star. Right. Okay. Wow. And so obviously he was a pretty good athlete. Right. right? I mean, holy cow. And he's from Valparaiso. So anyway, Valparaiso, right? Yeah. Uh, before the game, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday before the Friday or Saturday game. Uh, a guy from the Mets, probably the Mets organization came and, uh, you know, offered him a contract. Okay. Something like $150,000 or something. Right. And so, uh, you know, he, he took it. Sure. All right. So he took it. So he left and didn't play in the game. All right. And uh, so he gets in the in the Mets organization and plays three years in the minors. And uh, him and a buddy of his uh, were coming back to Valpo from South Carolina. Uh, I don't know if it was a holiday or what it was, but he was coming back. And they had a flat tire. And they pulled the car over. And Tim got out and was changing the tire. And somebody came along and hit him. And uh, he was killed uh, right there. Wow. And so, yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, I mean, it was, I can remember Mark Hoffman talking about this. And it was, you know, it was a tearjerker. Sure. I'll tell you that. Sure. Because, uh, you know, he was he was obviously a great athlete, but he was a great person. And uh, so that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's sad. It's 20 years old. When he passed yeah. away. Wow. 20 years old. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, so I'm not sure there's, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying there, I mean, there's uh, uh, some interesting, very interesting stories to this group. And then there's a sad, tragic story in this particular case with right. uh, this uh, 94 group. And, uh, uh, but uh, overall, uh, man, I mean, I think a couple of weeks ago, Ted, we talked about, I forget what, 91 group or whatever a 90 group that was just loaded with athletes. But this class here was loaded with a bunch of big time athletes that, um, you know, right. end up in the pros and right. of course played collegiate ball in the big collegiate schools and uh, pretty amazing group. Uh, 
Did you kind of feel that way, Coach Mallory, when you were around this group, that there was a lot of talent around you? Oh, yes, sir. We had we had close to 20 Division One football players on uh, our team. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That is incredible, yeah. really. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty pretty good punch to be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. uh, make, yeah. <laughs> they make, make a lot of us there. great coaches. I mean, you know. Yes, sir. I just uh, Made it pretty easy to coach. I just dusted them off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, there's one other one I want to bring up because I coached him. Sure. Uh, Damon Hummel from Rochester. Oh, yes. Uh, who was a runner-up heavyweight state you, champ. You bet. And uh, if he, and if his coach uh, would have coached him right, he might have been a state champ. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> he, tried to, uh, he tried to throw, uh, you know, a 300 280 pounder or something. He kept doing it anyway. He got in trouble anyway. But anyway, he, uh, you know, he's a football player. He was a wrestler. He, uh, he went to Ball State right. and was a defensive lineman there. And he's was a coach at Speedway for quite a while um, for uh, Polly uh, when he was there. Right. And then uh, uh, now he, he went to Northwood and him and, uh, him and Andrews were teammates at Ball State, and he coached for a while and then uh, decided that uh, he didn't want to do it anymore. So, anyway, I wanted to bring Damon up. Sure. And, uh, you know. Yeah, that's a good – like I said, another good – I remember, of course, watching him wrestle and, uh, right. of course, play football also. But, uh, yeah, tremendous athlete. So, well, that covers yeah, – well, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that no, covers I'm the done. coaching staff, coaching staffs of each group, and then I think we did. We hit all of our players because there were, like I said, a number of them there. I believe we did. Uh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, Coach uh, Mallory, I just want to, you know, with all your years of experience, I I kind of ask this question about every interview we have. Uh, as an experienced veteran, Hall of Fame type of coach yourself. Uh, what kind of advice would you give young coaches that are getting into the game or have been into the game and coaching the game for the last few years? And, you know, what anything that you get words of wisdom you would have for them? Well, I had some rules I always um, lived by. Rule number one was don't screw up the good ones. Right. <laughs> don't overcoach people. Let them play. Rule number two. Treat them like you want your own son or daughter treated. Mm -hmm. That'll take care of most of your decisions. Right. right. Rule number three, surround yourself with good people. Mm -hmm. And I've been very fortunate in that regard. I, I uh, hang out with a great bunch of people at the ISCA. Sure. I, I played for a couple of Hall of Fame football coaches. I've, I've coached for a couple of Hall of Fame football coaches, so... Surround yourself with good people. And uh, I got one more rule, rule number four. Don't forget to eat if you're going out drinking. <laughs> you, might a... wanna edit, you might want to edit that one out. I don't know, <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know what I don't know what kind of listening audience you have. Well, it's a it's a I think it's one it that would appreciate that piece of advice. Yeah. So. Okay. Well that that's what I'm went by well coach uh thanks a lot for being with us here i mean uh, you know okay. it's always a pleasure to be with you guys and that have had all the experience and uh 
we're all going to be down at the uh, state clinic again this year. We'll uh, be bringing yeah. our equipment and stuff with us. So uh, maybe you can stop by and uh, we can chat a little bit. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, we'll probably see you at the table when we check in also. I'll welcome you to Indianapolis, Dave. <laughs> well, I'll, see, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. All right, Coach. Thanks so much. Have a good uh, afternoon yes, and evening. Thanks, John. See you, Coach Huber. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Coach yeah. Huber. Wow, that was so good. You know, these guys never cease to amaze me with just, you know, the way they approach things. And there's a common theme amongst all of them, but yet all of them have their own personalities and they've got their own little uh, things that they talk about and explain and their take on players and coaches they coach with and, uh, and how they coach the game. And I just always find that part of it fascinating when I'm talking to them. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's a trip. He yeah. really is. And he, uh, you know, he has worked as hard as anybody and as well respected as anybody. And uh, that Franklin Central staff that he was on oh, was uh, really something special. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously winning state championships, but uh, as far as the kind of people that they were. So, sure. Uh, you know, I just thought he would be a good guest and, uh, Absolutely. He uh, exceeded my expectations, <laughs> obviously. He, you know? he did not but, disappoint, uh, no question about with, it. With number four, right. that was the topper. Well, and I okay. just think, you know, that's that's good advice. <laughs> and speaking from some experience yeah. myself, that's really good advice. So. Yeah, no question about it. So, yeah. Anyway, well, Coach, um, I, let's talk for a moment here about uh, what we got coming up for uh, the next week or we – kind of talked about uh, maybe doing some preview, and we haven't nailed this completely down, but a preview for uh, what's going to be happening in the clinic, perhaps. That's some yeah, of it next could be. week we're going to have uh, 1995. Okay, we'll go ahead and cover 95. Okay. We're going to cover 95, and uh, uh, head coach of the North in 1995 was Martin K. Huber. Right. Uh, Bremen, Indiana, so uh, he will be our guest. Cool. And um, – We'll have that next week, and then the week after uh, will be uh, uh, the special for the clinic. Right, right. Okay, we're looking. Uh, we'll have uh, for sure Bob Prescott on. Right. Uh, we'll we'll review uh, who's going to be there. By that time, we'll have everybody in. And uh, right, you know, right now we're doing bios of them, and it's going to be listed on the uh, website. And, uh, you know, we'll have it there at the clinic. So, right. Uh, and also, you might want to comment on uh, us as far as the clinic is concerned. Well, yeah, I think we're we're definitely going to have a booth set up there for the Indiana football coach. It'll be our first time that we'll have a booth, and we'll have our big banner there, and we'll have equipment set up uh, in a separate room where hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to some of the coaches and maybe some of the guests and some of the presenters as we put together kind of a special edition of the show in regard to the Indiana State uh, Clinic for the Indiana Football Coaches Association. So that's kind of what uh, we're looking at uh, putting that together, too. Uh, so we're kind of looking forward to that. So um, anyway. Yeah, and the, w- and the week after that, we'll, <clears throat> we'll start with the, uh, the two uh, head coaches of the All-Star Game. They were just named. Yes. Uh, the okay. North All-Star head coach is, uh, Brad Cease there you from go. Maryville. Okay. Uh, I know him. Former being a Warsaw Tiger. You know him. Yeah. Okay. That's great. And uh, 
the uh, head coach of the South is Vince Lighty from okay. uh, Mount Vernon, Fortville. We know him. Uh, played at Castle. And yep. uh, we know Vince because we've talked to him. You bet. And, uh, you know, so there's there's 10 coaches in the North and in the South. But those, so we will talk to those two head coaches and let them talk about their assistance. You bet. Okay, so I'm in the process of, uh, uh, you know, of uh, – Talking to to Brad and talking to uh, Vince and uh, getting things rolling here, so that by the time we get to uh, and pass the state clinic and so forth through March, uh, we will have interviewed uh, the, all the coaches and they can talk about the players and uh, everybody will have firsthand up information on all the all stars that will play this summer. Uh, at uh, North Central High School. Yeah, absolutely. There, uh, so it's gonna. We got exciting stuff coming up here. I did want to make a comment. We got lots of good comments, positive comments from our Valentine's Day uh, special, where we had the wives on, uh, Sarah Curtis, uh, the uh, a wife of uh, Coach Bart Curtis, and Maureen Huber, the uh, uh, wife of head coach Ted Huber. And both of those Hall of Fame coaches' wives are on, and they proved out to be Hall of Fame type. Uh, uh, coaches' wives because they did an outstanding job of uh, of talking about uh, their role that they play, their huge role that they play in um, being a part of the football program that their husbands are so deeply involved in. So that's what we got for everybody. Anything else, Coach? That's all I got. All right, very good. Well, we hope everyone uh, enjoys the show and enjoys what we're doing, and we're going to, uh, like I said, be down at the uh, – State Clinic, and we'll have uh, chances to talk to people down there. And, of course, we'll put this show on here with Coach Mallory. It'll show up uh, starting Sunday. We try and post our show every Sunday. Well, we just do post our show every Sunday uh, that we record during the week. And then, uh, you know, the following week we'll do the the next one. So, like you mentioned, uh, Coach, uh, after this one will be uh, 95, and then we'll uh, do some special stuff that we're going to be talking about. Also had a chance to talk to a couple coaches about doing possibly some things regarding uh, how different coaches approach uh, their off season and that kind of thing, maybe working that into uh, 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 one or two of the podcasts. So lots of exciting things to talk about, lots of stories to tell. We just want to encourage all you guys to keep doing your great job out there, being a positive uh, mental force, uh, working with your players and your kids and your coaches and their families. It's just great to be part of this. So everyone have themselves yeah. a great week, and we'll see okay, you down the road. Okay, I got one more okay. thing I thought about. Go Joe Cali would love the four things that uh, Coach Mallory talked about. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. He would, absolutely, because it's spot on, good, good solid stuff. So, All right, that's all we got for everybody. So like I said, have a great week, and uh, we'll be in touch and stay in touch and uh, uh, just uh, – Keep doing all the great things that you guys are doing out there. For Coach Ted Huber, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber, and myself, Dave Baumgartner, everyone have a great week.